Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. And now a word from this month's sponsor of the Compliance Podcast Network, Ethico. Handling multiple compliance cases can often feel like navigating a complex labyrinth. Ethico introduces simplicity and intelligence into this chaos with our custom workflow automation. By automatically routing cases based on your unique criteria, we turn the maze into a clear path forward. Envision a compliance process that's not just effective, but also intuitive and adaptable to your needs. It's time to redefine efficiency in your workplace. Embark on this journey of transformation at ethico.com slash CPN. Book a demo and explore the white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance, to discover a world of seamless compliance management. 10 for 10 for the week ending, February 3rd, 2024. Our first story comes to us from CNN, which reports that Ukraine has uncovered a $40 million corruption scheme in its weapons procurement. Ukraine's security service had discovered the scheme uh, from purchases of 1,000 mortar rounds for Ukraine's armed forces in 2022. Ukraine's defense ministry said it paid the funds to an armed supplier, but they were never delivered. Next up, in what has to be one of the most idiotic corporate foobars of recent years, it turns out Avon is still doing business in Russia. They're selling in Russia, they're producing in Russia, and guess what they say their reason is? Because it provides, quote, critical support, end quote, for women whose livelihoods depend on their business. I guess they didn't think about all the people that are being killed in Ukraine or uh, any of the other issues from the embargo around Ukraine. This is just unbelievable that um, Avon would be that uh, stupid. Um, That story uh, comes to us from the BBC. Uh, Next up, from Transparency International. Yes, the TICPI, the Transparency International Corruption Perception Index for 2023 is out. And we've linked to it directly on our show notes. Denmark, Finland, and New Zealand uh, with Norway and Singapore are the top five. Fortunately, the United States has dropped considerably to uh, tied for 24th with Barbados of all countries. United Kingdom comes in at 20th uh, tied with France. So France is now a less corrupt country than the United States. Imagine that. Uh, next up from Bloomberg, uh, Patricia Hutardo, as well as Jack Farkey and Maria Clara Cobo are reporting on the ongoing uh, trial 
of the uh, oil traders uh, in Ecuador or, or who bribed Ecuadorian officials, um, their former Vital Group traders. And it turns out that the bribery schemes were about as audacious as you can imagine, with up to a $70,000 watch being given out in addition to literally bags of cash. And from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal, Mingi Sun reporting that the banking industry is going to have to spend uh, a large amount of money to gain access to the corporate ownership database that FinCEN has been developing. Really no surprise there, although they estimate that the pricing could be as high as millions of dollars. It's hard to believe it will cost that much, but banks are certainly going to have to set up policies and procedures to access this most sensitive of information. Next up, two stories from the Financial Times. You didn't think we would go through the week without talking about Elon Musk, did you? Well, the first is that a Delaware Court of Chancery judge voided Elon Musk's $55 billion pay package, ruling that the unprecedented remuneration was improperly approved by Tesla's board of directors and shortchanged the company's shareholders. The order um, drew a sharp reaction from Musk, as you might expect. Uh, and that leads, leads to our second uh, FT article on this, where he says, well, if you're going to say I have to follow the rules, I'm going to go to a place where there are no rules. And he seems to think that is the great state of Texas. So uh, he wants to have a shareholder vote to reincorporate the company in Texas. What Musk seems not to understand is that corporate rules exist literally across the United States. And even in the great state of Texas, there are rules around what you can and can't do uh, in a corporate setting. Unfortunately, those laws are not as well developed uh, in Texas. And given the idiocy of the Texas Supreme Court, uh, you might expect that, well, we'll just run them over if we have to go uh, to court, which might be a, a legitimate uh, approach. Next up, um, 1MDB rears its ugly head again as a mystery surrounds the fate of Najee Rajak, jailed a former prime minister of uh, Malaysia, who, of course, was instrumental in the 1MDB scandal, and he was jailed for 12 years uh, for his role in that. Uh, the government um, has indicated it may pardon him, and uh, there is a growing anger and restlessness with the public over this. They certainly do not want to see him released because, of course, uh, in addition to J. Lo, he is uh, the, the face of the scandal. Uh, the pardon board has declined to give a clear answer on whether uh, there would be a, an official pardon. Under Malaysian law, the power to pardon lies with the monarch on the advice of a pardons board. And um, the uh, prior prime minister uh, granted himself a full pardon or was granted a full pardon by the previous king in uh, 2018. Uh, other ministers uh, have gone to bat over this and saying there are discussions about it, whatever it is. It's going to be bad if uh, this crook gets a pardon for his clear role in this. 
And our final story comes to us also from the Financial Times, which reports that German liberals are pulling the plug on the EU law to prevent supply chain abuses. The future of sweeping EU legislation to punish companies for their environmental and human rights abuses in their supply chain has been cast into doubt as uh, government ministers pledge to oppose it. The reason? Well, it's too hard to comply with. Imagine that. Uh, it would force, uh, they're going to force a German abstention on the proposed law in a vote in Brussels. Under the term of the coalition agreement, the uh, Germans' Free Democratic Party's consent is needed for the government to take position in Brussels. The move threatens to undo the only secured compromise on the legislation, which gained a political agreement of EU member states in December. Of course, German uh, agreement to this is essential, as in many ways Germany is the linchpin for the EU. So um, it will certainly be a setback for supply chain and human rights abuse compliance. We can only hope that the um, German government will reconsider this or perhaps uh, other legislation going forward. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in our opening, the sponsor this month for the Compliance Podcast Network is Ethico. Struggling to close cases? Ethico is here for you. Take advantage of their innovative approach to empathetic issue intake, streamlined case management, and enterprise-wide disclosure. Learn more about how you can crowdsource risk management at scale at ethico.com backslash CPN. Much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review to this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family, 10 for 10. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start many shows based upon ideas from listeners. So give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network. 